What's happening? Episode 24, Nothing Knows Podcast. I'm Tony. I'm Joey. And I'm Yasmin. Who's that? Who's that? I don't know. Who am I? I don't know. You tell us. (laughs) (laughs) Who are we joined by? Who's joining us tonight? All right. Well, uh, where do I start? Um, I guess. Let's start. um, How'd you hear about the podcast? Okay. So the way I heard about the podcast was you guys interviewed Joey and not this Joey, but Joey Wilder. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, I've just been listening to your podcast. I see that you guys interviewed different people for different things. Right. And ever since then, I've been listening to you guys. Dope. So what do you do? So I do a little bit of everything. All right. So I'm a personal trainer. I also do online coaching. And it's pretty much mainly like lifestyle personal training. Mm-hmm. So I work with a lot of parents who have kids. So right. I go, you know, basically try to... How would I say it? I feel like I'm... So would you say that like your clientele is like more average everyday people? Like the people that can't go to the gym six days a week. I got got respect for that. Yes, because I I didn't really want to focus so much on the whole like fitness industry of of, like trying to sell booty programs and like Mm -hmm. all this stuff because my purpose of getting into the fitness industry was because uh, my family has a lot of like history with cancer or diabetes or you know a lot of diseases that i eventually wanted to avoid Mm. by becoming a healthier myself Mm -hmm. and by um, leading by example to my family Mm -hmm. and helping them get healthier as well so kind of just everything fell on my lap once i started doing that i didn't really choose to do it this way um it just kind of so happened that way what were you doing before you uh, before i was an optician actually oh so uh, you quit you quit a nine to five or like slowly or i quit my nine to five last year in october damn it was the hardest thing i had to do but i was committed and it's actually been the best thing that i've done because even though it's been crazy like up and down roller coaster right. um this year has been honestly the most growth that I've that I've made and I've learned so much just from experiencing the ups and the lows so when you say optician that's like um, an eye doctor so I would help so I would work in an optometrist office Mm -hmm. and I was the the dispensing optician so I would help you find a frame I would help you um, is that Joey 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 what up Joey (laughs) So basically, I would just help find um, frames for you, um, depending on your lifestyle. I will figure out uh, what it is, what else you needed, things like that. Very basic okay. contract training, things like that. So from you going to that to personal training, that's like night and day, because that's not even really, um, I guess, related, mm-hmm. unless it's you know parts of the body. But um, <laughs> let's let's like backtrack. Where are you from originally? I, I was born and raised here in San Diego. Okay. What part? I was like raised Market Street, Logan, like straight in the hood. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um, you still live out there or you moved out? Uh, I actually currently live in City Heights. Okay. Yeah. So I just moved about, I want to say about three weeks ago now. Nice. Oh, damn. Yeah. Congrats. So it's very I also just moved two weeks ago. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It was super last minute and um, a lot was going on the past three weeks. So I've just been trying to focus on my real life mm-hmm. versus my social life. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so tell us about your growing up. Like, um, how was you being a kid? Obviously you just said that you grew up in Logan Heights, mm-hmm. kind of a tough neighborhood. So what was, you know, growing up like for you? Okay. Oof. So growing up, 
was definitely tough because I, well, I guess I was, I was raised by a single mom and I'm the only girl out of all boys. So How many? I have two brothers that lived with me growing up and okay. then I have another brother that grew up in Mexico with my grandparents. Okay. But my two brothers that I did grow up with, um, basically treated me like a little sister, you know, they bully you and they treat you like the annoying little sister and all that stuff. But then um, they protect you after. No? Mm, <laughs> we have yeah. a, a different okay. relationship. Okay. Uh, however, I grew up with them and I kind of grew up with other families as well. So I wasn't just, you know, growing up with my family. My mom worked a lot. Okay. So she couldn't really be there for us a lot. Yep. So I basically raised like myself with the neighbor's families or I got taken in by other families because they realized that my mom wasn't around, so many things. Uh, so that's pretty much how I grew up. Um, and I did lack a lot of discipline when I was younger. And for some reason, I wanted and desired discipline because I knew that I was a little badass that needed to be put in place, which sounds super weird, but it's the complete truth. And I asked- Where the hell do you seek this? Like, where, where so I asked, my, like, hey, I asked my mom to send me to boot camp. Oh, fuck. And she didn't want to send me to boot camp. And um, I asked my, She's not really my aunt, but she took me in at thir- at nine years old, from nine to 13. Mm-hmm. And she's the one who pretty much sent me straight. Like she had five other kids and um, I was friends with them first before she took me in. Right. And she is the one that helped me basically bring in discipline. She brought discipline into my life. Like every time I would get home, I had to do my homework. Every time we would wake up, we had chores, you know, things like that. Um, and I really enjoyed that because I don't know, like, it's funny to even say this, but now that I'm older and I look back as to why it is that I seek discipline is because I, because I I didn't grow up with discipline and I was able to do whatever I really wanted throughout my whole life without my mom giving me like a curfew or whatever. I felt like discipline kind of shows you that someone really cares, you know, they want you to do good and all that stuff kind of just right. okay. give you that guidance well you're the opposite of everyone else everyone's yeah. disciplined like they're well, about to get me like i don't know man i, I also so in, instead of like discipline um could you maybe substitute like structure yeah i guess you would say that okay yeah because i feel like that translates from your body transformation yeah actually you know like you went from you know just like average and then you went through a structured regiment you competed in physique and then now you're a PT and you have online coaching. So I feel like that is maybe a giant metaphor for, structure. you know, you growing up and transitioning, right? Well, that was actually a really big part as to why I decided to get into competition. Yeah, yeah. So what were you like before? Well, what do you mean exactly? Like, what was your lifestyle like? Because we Wait, all know, like... I guess you touched base, like your family, like, was you had, what cancer or like various issues in it so so like but like your, your your body too like you know like were you average were you scubby were you skinny okay, were so you you know like i get mm, what you're saying yeah um so we all start somewhere so that's yeah. all oh, i was i was skinny as a rail i was yeah he, you look at his legs it was yeah that's that's the only <laughs> part i can't change you know <laughs> everything else including my ego just blew up but <laughs> i got a big ego well um when it comes to that so when I was, I guess I want to say a few years ago, because everything happened so fast. Um, it seems that way anyway. But when I, I guess I want to say a year or two ago, 
Okay, let me backtrack because it's not going to make sense. I got married very young. I got okay. married at oh, 19. 19? Okay. Yes. I'm um, only 23. Are you still married? I'm still married. You're still married? Still married. Oh, congrats. Thank That's cool. you. Damn, We're going you on four years on Halloween. Four years? I like know people <laughs> that uh, have gotten married that young, but it probably lasted like six weeks. So congrats. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dope. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. He is my best friend, and I honestly wouldn't change it for anything in the world. And we actually met through MySpace, which is really funny. Wow. It, it <laughs> but MySpace was easier to hit on a girl with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Was, we didn't talk for six years, though, between that time that we met and then... When we so he poked you when you were 13, didn't he holler back at you? Oh, so you're back it up. He, you better, you better he poked me back then. Yeah, okay. yeah, oh, just, oh, no, oh what was Lord. What was my face? Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, <laughs> let's just say wave, all right? Let's, let's, wave, not, let's, not, let's not throw pokes out there. Yeah, I think poke's more for Facebook. That's, yeah. that's also a little bit. And then 13 to get poked, that's a little young. That's a little, yeah, man. I mean, I don't know when you guys started, but at least 14. At least 14. Well, anyways, where I was trying to get with, um, so I got married very young, and you know, when you're young, you don't know who you are, and you think you know who you are, but in reality, you know, crap. Right. So, as I, you know, I guess, lived my life with my husband, his name is Anthony, by the way. Shout out, Anthony. Yes, shout out to you. Ever since... What happened? Joey's like commenting like on everything. Oh, oh he, said yeah. were, he said you were crazy for d- joining boot camp. Like, well, wanting to send to boot camp, and then he said, "Oh, like, so he, he's like straight up live right like, now, with live us. right now." And then he said, "Started out on a MySpace. Now we here." <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much, you know, as we grew together, I noticed that I didn't know who I was, and I was very, I was going through a lot mentally because I wanted. Like, first of all, I didn't want to get married. I didn't even want to be in a relationship when I got with my husband now um, because I was really focused on wrestling at the time when I was in high school still, and I really wanted to get my scholarship through wrestling, and everything kind of just didn't happen that way, and so I became, like, completely depressed because that was, like, all I was working for. It's my, like, wrestling. Like, it was my way of getting away from getting everything out, at home. Getting out of yeah. projects. So, like, you, you already, I'm just imagining, you already had, like, an ath- ath- athletic body, though, right? Um, not or really. No? no? Oh, okay. I mean, I'm not saying that I was, I was never really, like, out of shape to the point where I was, like, I mean, I don't know. I can't say that either because I was. But during my high school time, I was, like, at my prime, right? Right. And then after high school and I got married, I kind of, like, gained all this weight because I became depressed. Okay. Right? Gotcha. So that yep. was around the time that everything was building up. Yeah. And I was just like, I need to do something with my life because it's now or never. Like, if I don't do anything right now, I'm probably going to end up divorcing this guy who is amazing because of my own, like... Insecurities. Exactly. And, yeah. So and you didn't want to get married, but you still ended up getting married? Well... Or what I meant by that was I wasn't really <laughs> looking for anything. Okay. Yeah. At the time you met. Exactly. Okay. Gotcha. Remet, gotcha. I guess yeah. you would say. Listen. Anyway. <laughs> they met in Facebook. Like MySpace. And MySpace. Facebook. They met on MySpace and then on Facebook. He got That's a poke. Two he got a poke on Facebook. Okay. Oh Lord oh Jesus. I'm done. Good night. I right now. Oh. See you guys later. So you're going through like kind of depression, but you got a great guy. So basically, he was your rock through all of it. Yeah, he has been completely my rock through the whole thing. And I don't really, it's funny because he hates social media. He's a complete opposite of me. Right. Complete opposite. But that's what I love about him because we complement each other in so many ways. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, 
I don't know. It's kind of just came to the point where I felt sorry for myself in a way because I was looking at myself from the outside perspective. So like I was looking at myself as if my friend were trying to talk to me and tell me like, hey, this is what's going on. What should I do? Because everybody knows what we need to do. Like everybody knows what we should be doing, but it's really hard to follow your own advice. I'm just going to stop you there. Like you're showing signs of like, really advanced you know like self-empathy and perspective did you learn that or is it just like a natural thing for you to because i mean a lot of people don't know how to sort of get out of their own body and then look back in so did you learn that did you read that somewhere or like is that just a natural instinct for you to have that self-awareness of like the state of being you're in honestly i think it's something that has that was innate because when I was ten uh, in the tenth grade, okay, so I guess a backstory here. It's when fine. I was younger, there's no script. From tenth and younger, I was like the most horrible person I could say, in a way where I mistreated my mother. Um, I was very misbehaved because I didn't respect her. She was a pushover, and I couldn't respect her. So, not only that, but I really blamed her for a lot of things in my life um, because she had a gambling problem and my father wasn't in the picture and just so many things that like build it up and I have said some horrible things that I regret and have wanted to take back but I obviously can't but one day um, this happened before she even got breast cancer so okay you just dropped that bomb boom Um, boom (laughs) okay not to mention my brother also had testicular cancer who's like a couple years older than me. So as you can see why I decided to kind of get really like what into this. What is going this on right health. now? I just, boom. Well, yeah, that's pretty much what happened. But let me get back to this. So in the 10th grade, before she got breast cancer, I don't know what it was, but, you know, I used to basically cry myself to sleep because I knew what I was doing. I knew what I was doing. And I don't know if you ever felt this, but you feel all this hate inside of you. Uh. And then you want to tell that person you love them, but really what comes out is like, I hate you. Your pride. Yeah. yeah. And I had a big pride issue Yeah. before I got with my husband. And after him, he's, because of his, him, the way he is, I've learned to be more vulnerable and be Broke you down, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Nice. And I love that. Nice. How long did it take him? Sorry, I'm getting off topic, but okay. how long did it take him to like break you down to like your vulnerable state? Wow. Um, was it overnight or was it like, you I think know, I want to say, pff, no, not overnight. Honestly, <sighs> after like four years of being together, we've Holy been together for six shit. years. We've been together for six years. But you've been married for, for four years. So even after you were married, he still wasn't at the, like, I trust you fully state. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Okay. I got a ways to go. Player. <laughs> yeah. <All right. laughs> you, you, you mentioned it in your five year plan. So yeah, I, I guess so. It's a stepping. Why? What, what do you mean? What's well, going on? Last podcast, we talked about a five-year plan. So yeah. Oh, okay. Get okay. married. Yeah. Wow. Jesus. Okay. Um, that's that's tough. <laughs> so, so so pretty much, I guess, going back to, to why I even started yeah. this. Yeah. So when I, you know, when I was before my 10th grade, I was just like, you know what? Like, I was a straight F student. Mm-hmm. Um, I was smoking pot all the time. Like, at one point, I was even selling pot. Like, because that's what I grew up around, man. Like, I think about it now, and like, I was a. 10th grade? I was in 9th grade. 9th grade? Yeah, man, you were ninth a dealer grade. at 9th? Yeah. Ninth... 
It was crazy. Like, this is what I grew up around, though. And I, before, I was a, I was embarrassed and, like, afraid to even speak about this. Yeah, but that's yeah. not me anymore, obviously. So that's why I feel comfortable talking about it. Right. Because I know so many people who are still in that space. Mm-hmm. And they, they stay in that space because it's all they know. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it's, it's kind of sad because, you know, you have the opportunity to grow into the person that you want to be. Anybody. Yeah. You know, you could be whoever you want. And for them to still settle with the idea of, okay, I'm going to do this because this is what I grew up doing, even though I know the consequences, is kind of ridiculous to me. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, so that being said, that's why at that moment I was like, you know what, I don't want to grow old and be like my siblings who aren't really there for my mom right. um, and treat her, I mistreat her because yeah. I saw them mistreat her. So I look back and it's like, well, maybe that's why I got that from them. Completely. You know? 100%. Probably. Exactly. You saw it. You did it. You thought it was norm. Yeah. So I, like my brother would call my mom senora. He wouldn't even call her mom. Yeah. And then I started calling her that when I was younger. Dang. And so like all these things. And I'm like, damn, dude, like I don't want to re- I don't want to wake up one day. My mom's dead. I got no family. That's really family. Right. And regret everything. Looking back. Yep. Yeah. 100%. So, man, like, that was it. Like, after that year, I told myself I was going to get my grades up. I was going to stop doing all this bullshit. And that's that's what I did. Like, I just, I talked to my teacher at the time. And I was like, hey, like, I want to talk to my mom. And I want to tell her that I love her and that I miss her. And doing all these things. But I don't know how to do it. Yep. And there was two times that I tried like two days or so that I tried and I it couldn't come out like I was stuck like my throat was stuck and I couldn't talk I couldn't cry I couldn't speak and I would walk away and tell her that I couldn't talk like I, that I couldn't and then till one day I finally like I was like sat her down like okay mom like I have to tell you and I finally did like it took me forever but I finally was able to do it and thinking back at that moment I'm just like wow like I can't believe that it was that hard mm. because I had so yep. much pride like yep. so yeah. much but after that so was that 11th grade, sorry, or 10th no, grade? No, no, this was like my 9th grade. 9th grade, okay. Yeah, 9th grade. This all happened 9th grade, and that's 10 year, 10th grade is when I pretty much turned myself around. Okay. But after that, me and my mom now have a great relationship. Like right. We're, she's like my best friend. You know, we talk all the time, and before, we couldn't even do that. Mm. Did your brothers see that change in you, and then they changed their attitude with your mom too, or was it just you, or they're just still well, the, left behind? My, my brother's um, life is completely different because I have two brothers. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I feel comfortable talking about no, it because fine. I don't know if he would feel no, comfortable. Fine. But one of them basically wasn't always there. Okay. Um, and then the other one pretty much... Well, we don't, we don't have to go to your brothers. Yeah. Then how, do, how does she take it? So you told her like, hey, I, you broke down to your mom. You told her everything. How does she take it? And how's your relationship now? So she took it. Like she started crying. We were both like uncontrollably crying and mm-hmm. I was hugging her. She was hugging me. And we were finally able to talk like she opened up to me in a way That's where awesome. I finally understood where she was coming from right. and why she did the things she did and why yeah. she was the way she was. And it made me feel horrible because it's like, wow, I wish I would have heard your side of the story. Yeah, you, had, you had no idea. Yeah. You had no idea why she, she was probably gambling. You had no idea why she was yeah doing all these things. There yeah. could have been great intentions, you yeah. know, but it came off bad from the outside because yeah. she wasn't talking to you. You weren't talking to her. Yeah. So and um. like there was a time where like she wouldn't even tell me that she loves us or hug us like nothing like that. Like she didn't we didn't grow up with that affection. Yeah. Um, but I always yearned that because it's like, well, I never had it, of you know, course. but every kid does. Right. Yeah, obviously. But like because I was bullied by my brothers and all this stuff, I was actually a bully in, in elementary school. And like right. I was that mean person and like I, because I was hiding what I really wanted to do. Nice. 
Um, but after that, you seem so nice. Like <laughs> I can't, I, I can't imagine you like pushing a kid down and stealing his lunch. Oh money. my God, dude. The worst thing that I've done, you know what? I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> no, you should. <laughs> <laughs> you okay. should. What's the worst thing you've ever done? The worst thing I've ever done to a kid. This was the fourth grade, dude. And, and I, I feel so horrible and I've tried to apologize to him because he started going to my high school uh-huh. and he walked away from me. Like, <laughs> turned around. <laughs> Um, After I hear what you're going to say, I'm going to say I probably would too, but let's just... I don't even know why I'm saying this. This is horrible. I don't do this at home, kids, and don't ever be a bully. But when I was I'm younger, like <laughs> I basically, like, you know, turned my anger around on other people, and I would bully boys because my brothers bullied me, so I would right. bully boys. Mm-hmm. And there was this kid in fourth grade who was a lot shorter than me. I'm not going to say his name. Um, but there was one time we were playing soccer. Like a climax. And yeah, yeah. for the commercial. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll be right back. We were playing soccer, and I don't know what it was. I grabbed him by the feet, and I swung him. Like, literally grabbed him, and I was swinging him in circles. And then I dropped him. And he God fell. damn. Um, and when we were lining up to go back to class for recess, I basically, like, bullied him. Like, if you tell the teacher, I'm going to beat you up after school. <laughs> and he told the teacher, his parents, like, I got sent to, I was constantly in the con- in the counseling's office and constantly in the in the principal's office like all the time Jeez. as a younger kid. It's crazy. Like I know. So did you beat him up? Because um, no. he told on you. I didn't because my mom obviously found out and I was I was like um, suspended. For, how like, how a strong while. were you when you were nine years old? Being able to swing Wait, another child. Smaller, yeah, so. he was a lot smaller than me. Yeah, but still, when I was nine, I don't know if I could swing. No, this is like the fourth grade. I don't think we were. I don't think I was nine. I Hell yeah, was you were that. nine in fourth grade. Was I? Okay. Hell yes. Five plus five. I don't man. think about that. Math. I don't even know how <laughs> Oh my was. god, how strong were you? I don't know. When did you find out you were an athlete? How about there? How was like? When did I find out? No, like you oh, had like when an athletic did you find background. Out? I was about to say I still don't know if I'm an athlete, but I remember. My brothers have always been very <laughs> athletic. Like, they were from wrestling, like, WWE wrestling type thing. And yeah. we would, like, wrestle at home, like, playing around. Um, and then they would start skateboarding. So then I was like, oh, I want to start skateboarding. So I started skateboarding, started doing that for, probably did it for, like, three, four years. And then I did soccer in elementary because my mom is a soccer fanatic. So mm-hmm. I wanted to do that for her. Mm. And then high school came around. And then I finally did something I wanted to do, which was wrestling. I did wrestling for three to four years. Um, but the funny thing is I wasn't even trying to do wrestling. I was heading to the volleyball uh, practice or tryouts. Yep. And then right next door was wrestling. And I didn't even go into the volleyball. I just went straight in there. And they didn't have any girls. So I was going to say, like, do they have women's wrestling? Or were you just a chick who used to beat the crap out of boys on the wrestling mat? Well, I first of all, I sucked at wrestling at first, like 100% sucked. My first match, I totally lost. You don't know how to suplex? That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, my first two, three years, I was it was co-ed. So I just wrestled nothing but boys. All was that awkward? Yeah, it was. It okay, was cool. Yeah, yeah. It was super awkward because I felt like they weren't really trying yeah, to. Yeah, like, going know, too hard. Yeah. They hurt you or exactly. they didn't even know where to. Yeah, it was kind of dumb, but... There's, like, a couple, like, grabs, though, that are kind of, like... But yeah. They are really... In, I mean, not inappropriate, but yeah, well, I, I can see why you would... They would they can be, because mm. when you're wrestling, you're wrestling. Yeah. Like yeah. You're not really like, oh, I'm not going to touch you there. Like, right. no, you're, you're, I'm going to pin you in any way w I can. Exactly. Control. To me, it didn't make me feel uncomfortable, because I knew, yeah. like, you know, it's wrestling. Yeah. However, to them, they probably did. Um, now, before I went to state... There, I told my coach that I wanted to start wrestling 
women or girls. So he found a girls team. You know what? That they're here for you. They heard on they the heard podcast. You, you, you swung some kid when you were nine. I right now, so they're they're here yeah, for you we're right done. now. It's over. <laughs> I shouldn't even just cut that off. You the know, podcast. you also. Oh no, no. There's no edits. Uh uh-uh. uh. And we we actually never even asked the question is if there's anything's off topic. Because we're just gonna free ball it for the, you're sorry. sorry. Like you, there's there's no safe word. Okay. <laughs> you you can't say Poughkeepsie All on right. this one. Mine's but pineapple. But the safe word's Poughkeepsie. Your safe word's pineapple. Yeah. That 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 is a common one. That yeah. is a common one. Yeah. Pineapple. Poughkeepsie's mine. Um. You went to stay in one year for rest. So wait wait time out. Time out. Because you just dropped another bomb on us. So you went to college. No no no. no uh, state state like championship. Oh state oh. championship. Girls. I thought you meant state like when you went to SDSU. Got you. Okay. Girls wrestling. I got you. State I got championship. you. So basically, you found Stay a woke. girls team. Stay woke. <laughs> <laughs> you found a girls team. Uh, I think believe it was Steel Canyon High School, and I'm still friends with some of those girls there. Nice. Uh, but they were badass, man. Like I, that team of girls were about like more than 20 of them, and as soon as I got there, like the men were more about strength. And when it came to the girls, they were more about technique. Finesse, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, like, yeah. like speed. The right. best assassins in the world are always women. I'm telling you. I mean. Finesse, baby. They I know how to. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know about that. <laughs> Neither would I, I guess, but. Really, you wouldn't. Uh, hell yeah, the best assassins are women. Hell yes. Name one. Exactly. Um, Black Widow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Name another one. The girl from the professional. The girl from the professional. That little girl. That's yes, because like she. Movies. That is one of my favorite movies as well. End credits when she was walking away with the plant. Oh. Started yes. crying. Did you cry? Yes. She picked it up. Yep. She was a woman, or she was a little girl who she's is going to be a woman one day. She's been. She's Natalie. She's, yeah, oh Natalie Portman. God. Yeah. Anyway. Damn. All right. Facts. Facts. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> What's that? Facts. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll let you be. All right. I feel like we've gotten like got into a conversation and then something else happened and then we got into another conversation that's a podcast and then all i'm saying yeah, that's is, a podcast. is that's that goes down. like you know when a man's gonna attack you, you i'm do? sorry like there's you know there's no game even james bond had a shit game face like people knew he would declare himself um i'm bond at the craps table no but like women you know they will finesse and just choke you out and stab you mm-hmm. i'm sorry but I would fight a dude, wouldn't fight a woman. Not because I'm not like, you know, oh, I wouldn't hit a girl. I wouldn't hit a girl. But like mostly because I know I'd probably lose that fight. Thoughts? Yeah. No. I just, the, the thoughts that comes to me is a bar fight. I don't know why. Bar fight with a chick. Bar, no, just a bar fight when you see a guy. You, you ever know, gotten in a bar fight? You seem like you would have gotten in a bar fight. Honestly, like. So you're swinging kids in the soccer, but you're afraid to get I'm a little. I'm telling you, I am a completely different person. <laughs> like I don't, I just don't. Like I did everything backwards. Everything. We actually love the struggle stories. That's like our favorite. So time and space, right? One item. What was the catalyst that made you change your life into personal training and fitness? Like what was the catalyst? Was it your husband and like, you know, feeling like you're letting him down? Or was it you or like, what was it? Was it not liking your job? Was it not liking your job? Or was it everything all together? It was not being comfortable in my own skin. Oh. Okay. So I have another question for you. Follow up. Weren't comfortable in your own skin. You went on to like over pursue it. Cause like most people I know, they go and they hit the Stairmaster for like 10 minutes. Then they do some weights and it's like, Oh, like great. Awesome. But like you went it above Talk and beyond. Alex? <laughs> Shout out Alex. Shout yeah. out Alex. If you made anyway, it to 27 minutes. If you made it 27 minutes, Alex, a shout out. stop sending us pictures of the new Stairmasters at the gym. So, all right. So <laughs> Nobody feet, used so that for you. Sophia's on the live too. <laughs> <laughs> no. So um, back to my question though. Catalyst was you not feeling comfortable. 
you took it a step further, just like the normal, like, I'm going to get back in shape, you know, like you competed. It, it wasn't really, so it wasn't really about getting in the best shape. I mean, there was a part of it, yes, but my main purpose to this was to completely change my life around, like completely, 180. I want to lead by example, um, and I want to be the influence that I basically never had. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was the reason why I changed my life to accommodate who I want to be in life. So like I said, anybody can be whoever you want to be. It's just a matter of you being that person. Right. And for me, I am the pers- in the pursuit of excellence. As, as Maybe that might sound weird to you, but for me, it doesn't. For me, I feel like it's important because... I want to build not only a stronger family within my own family, but I want to build a culture in a way with people who have the same background as me. So people who grew up in the hood like me here, Mm -hmm. I want them to understand that you don't have to do the same thing. I want you to understand that you could be your own role model. Like you don't have (laughs) to look up to anybody, although that's fine. But you could be your own self and and just be it. Boom. Welcome to the Nothing to Lose podcast. <laughs> that is our underlying message as well. Yeah. Which oh. is why we like hearing success stories from people who grew up in a bad way yeah. and are now better for it. Not necessarily had a pathway or didn't have somebody, but they just wanted to create something from themselves. On their own. On their own. Like, look at our guest list, you know, and like, that's what we're about. And you sound reminiscent of uh, Dom. Dom Walt Waltower that we have, who's, yeah. you know, one of our biggest supporters, he said that because he also got out of a bad situation and there's two choices. They're both hard. So it's like the life that he was living is a hard choice to make. Like it's going to be hard to be a bad person or you can make another hard choice that's equally as hard to change and be a better person. Like both roads are hard. You just have to choose the one to take. It's like, just like, like what Tony Ro- Robbins says. I mean, that sticks I with love me. Tony Robbins. Something that sticks with me a lot yeah. that he said. <laughs> Banana hands. <laughs> One thing that he said that really uh, has stuck with me was you can either choose pain or regret. Right. And I don't like regret, so I'm going to choose pain type of thing. And so for me, like you said, no matter what road you take, it's going to be hard as shit. Yep. You know, and for me, like I said, quitting my job and like going after my vision and my dream sounds stupid to some people, Mm -hmm. but to me, it's all I got. Like, to me, it's like, this is it. Like, it's now or never. And in order for me to believe it myself and really go through it is why I'm doing everything I'm doing right now. This is not only to prove to others, but I'm basically proving myself that I was right. Right. And that I could do this. Because it's really easy to fall into your self-doubt. Yeah. Which happens a lot. You know, just the other day, I was like, fuck, fuck this. Like... I need a nine to five. I need a job (laughs) or like, fuck this. Like I need to do something else because I'm not being patient enough or things like that. But then I think about it. It's like, no, 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 no. I'm looking at it all wrong. You know, it's my perspective that was just completely flipped, you know, and I was focusing on everything I didn't have versus focusing on everything I've gained and everything that I have basically, um, Mm -hmm. you know, transformed into. Like the first one to cuss and not say sorry or anything. She's like, fuck, fuck. 
I know, yeah. <laughs> Nobody else. I don't know if you listen, but like, I've got Everybody's the worst. Like, oh, can I cut? I have, I have the worst language ever. I'm sorry, man. Like, I do too. This is like, just who I am. Like, I don't really. I mean, obviously, in a professional setting, I'm not gonna curse. I'm right. just waiting uh, for us to get comfortable enough for me to bring up white people. But other than that, <laughs> we will get there. So, oh, I have another story. Uh, anyway, what happened to you this weekend? Um, we'll get there when we get there. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Anyway. So, so you, you you did it for you, like you you did it for Yasmin. Mm, well, yes, I did it. I, at the beginning, that was my main goal. I did it for me, and also because I knew that I wasn't giving my best to my husband at that moment, and he's very important to me because he's helped me a lot throughout my growth as well, and I've helped him a lot throughout his growth. Like we've helped each other so much. And so I just felt like not only was I letting myself down, I was letting him down and in a way letting my mom down because even though she did everything that she did and just with the relationship that we had and my like my main goal is to retire her, obviously, you know, Um, she's she's done so much for us not to be great. You know what I mean? And that's another thing that pisses me off about so many people that they dismiss their parents so much and they swear that their parents are evil or like they don't love them or all these things. And when you really think about it, a lot of times when you talk to them and you try to actually talk to them, you are going to find that most of the time they grew up with parents just like that. Oh, yeah. So like, for example, my mom, she never received hugs, kisses, I love you, nothing. So when I explained to her, why is it that you don't do that? Like, I want that. Why don't you do that? She's like, mommy, like my parents didn't do that. I'm sorry. Like, she, uh, she doesn't know. Yeah, like I was, I didn't know how to do that. I'm just like, so I started the I love yous. I started the hugs. I started the family traditions with Thanksgiving, Christmas, all of that mm. because I wanted that. I wanted to implement that. So let me let me ask you though, um, when you were you know growing up and like that was your relationship, and then when you started transferring, do you feel like? you wanted to be a better version of your mom or did you want to, you know, like be your own person and pave a new path away from what your mom received and then what you received and going forward? Yes. Are you a mom? No. Okay, cool. I think. You I mean, I'm a, a, I'm a dog mom. Shout out. <laughs> Sorry, Joey. Shout out to Evie and, and Blue. Evie and I Blue? I love you very much. Yes. Oh, <laughs> nice. Woof, woof. woof, woof. We, are, we are big dog people. Yes. Um, but I think that, you know, <laughs> sorry, I'm just thinking, thinking about Jarvis. Jarvis. Jarvis I had a Jarvis, great time Jarvis. with Jarvis this weekend. Oh, man, he's got so fat. You wouldn't believe it. Bulking season. No, it's not bulking season. It's yeah, him being it a lazy asshole. What kind of dog do you have? A golden retriever. Aw. Yeah. That's it's, awesome. That's a nice family dog. No, for, yeah, for sure. He's a, he's a yep, he's something. <laughs> he's just everything. But, um, but yeah, so uh, I feel like, I feel like you're very in tune with, like everything you internally you externally your actions the consequences you've got like a really good you know in in intuition or foresight almost well thank you i feel like the opposite to be honest really yeah i do because well you just dropped some knowledge bombs for some of our listeners so i mean i feel like you're pretty smart i mean i can't say that i haven't learned a lot these past few years um, but I will say that no matter how everybody else is going to perceive you and how much success somebody might think you have or how intuitive somebody might think you are, you're always going to have those self-doubts like, oh, I could be better, I could do more, I can do this and this and that. And that's yeah. kind of how I feel right now. Yeah. Um, only because it's like now I feel like, okay, what's next? Like, I mean, I have something big coming, 
but can't really talk about that right now. But I'm still always thinking like, okay, what's next? What's next? Um, We've got, wow, this is, okay. Sorry, we're just like, we got to bust through this right now. We might want to do a part two or something, but. When, when she wants to do her special announcement, you can come on in. We're like not <laughs> even to the current stuff. This is fantastic. And I still have to ask you very important questions. <laughs> very important. Yes. Very like important. Okay. about white people. About white people. Okay. I Are you first generation American? I am Mexican American. You're Mexican. So you were born in Mexico. Well, no. I'm Mexicana. Well, I'm American. I guess I was born and raised here. Okay, but, but where um, where was your mom born? Sinaloa. So sh- you're a first-generation American. Yes. Nice. Okay, yeah, that, that's terrific. Um, <laughs> perfect. White. I'm not white. <laughs> I look white. You do. I do. You I sound do. white. I sound white. What no. are you? What am I? I am um, half Italian and half Spanish that. from Spain. Okay. But, like, I'm second-generation American on both sides. So, like, my parents were born here, but my grandparents weren't from here. Okay. Yes. Understood. So, yeah, so I don't, I don't classify as white. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not Anglo-Saxon. I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not Brad, Chad, Ray, or any... No, I'm not. I'm not. All right. Well, How do you feel about white people? <laughs> don't answer that. Your business might decline. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> we won't get there. What's next for you? No, 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 no. How did you do with your competition? Okay, so I placed fourth. That's my first competition ever. And I did not even do the amateur. So You did the open? I did the open. Damn. First timer did open. So you bro. would know. Cool. So you, you got know. you got some cojones. <laughs> I, I did figure dude, I only did it because my coach told me, yeah, do open. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then I found out they're like, No, you should be doing novice. You've never yeah. competed. Yes. <laughs> and so I told my coach's wife, who is my co- uh, my posing coach, her name is Edna. And she, um, she's a figure pro herself. And I told her that they told me that I should be a novice. And she's like, no, that's going to be a, she's like, that's a dishonest or what'd she say? A dishonor to you or to walk in the park. Basically like, <laughs> no, you deserve to be an open. Like you should be an open. You know that for your first time competing though, you could have done both and you should have done both. I didn't yeah, know yeah. though. I wasn't like, <sighs> The first competition, I was so stressed out. Like, I was just listening to whatever my coach wanted me to do. I was like, fine, I'll do this. I'll do Because mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was doing. You didn't even compete here in San Diego, did you? No, it was Sacramento. Yeah, so you still and had, it's yeah, funny you because we were originally aiming to, we were prepping originally for another show. Yeah. And we thought it was in Los Angeles. Little did we know, we found that it was in Louisiana, New Orleans. Oh, so, that. Yeah, oh, right. No that. Oh. And so we had to find one last minute. And it was about a week away from the original one, a week or two away. Like closer or further uh, back? Further back. Oh, okay. okay, so yeah. That, yeah that's so it gave me yeah. more time. She had to dry out. Yeah, right. that was awesome. Right, so it gave me more time. So it was kind of a blessing in disguise, I feel, because otherwise I don't think I would. But then again, I don't know, because I feel like I was leaner the, the week before because I wasn't yep. as stressed, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. So it was like a little bit of everything, but I really enjoyed it. And honestly, I don't think I've told many people this or anybody, but I cried off of that stage because I wasn't happy with fourth place. And I look back now and I'm like, that's so stupid. Like, I should be proud of myself. Like, mm. I've went, I did such a good transformation anyway, regardless of what I placed. Yeah. And how stupid am I to think, it's kind of ignorant to think that, oh yeah, I'm gonna get first place uh, for my first show. How much did you lose? During open figure. Like, um, so I started off. You don't have to tell your starting weight. No, no, no. I mean, I don't really <laughs> care about that because right. weight to me doesn't matter. Like, well, this could be good. You can be inspiring somebody. So, yeah. yes, please, details. Yeah, weight to, like, first of all, don't, um, I guess, 
Don't measure your don't drop progress. That <laughs> <laughs> don't measure your progress with the number on the scale because there's so many factors that go into it. You know, right. you could be dehydrated, you could be uh, bloated, or you could have stress. Just stress, non yeah. like you're not sleeping enough, like so Cortisol, many things. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So there's just so many things that go into that. But I guess if you're asking, I started at like 139 or 140, mm -hmm. and then I went down to 126 or 123 um, in my first prep. Yeah. Nice. And now I'm just getting shit ton of muscle and I'm like shredding fat in all the right places. How do you feel about steroids? In oh, I don't do that. No. Mm -hmm. I am an all natural athlete, so strictly INBA. Uh, INBA and I don't. Do you do uh, WBFF? WBFF? Uh, no. No. no so, do you, so, no. so you just do MPC? Yeah. Or? No, no, I no, don't. I do INBF. INBF. They test in that federation. So it's um, all natural. Yeah, yeah it's, they test you. So that after you went... WBFF tests you. That, that, it's all natty. I yeah. think it is. I don't know. It just kind of depends. What I yeah. did the last was INBF. So that was like right. my first. Is that the one that tested you? Like, in, I don't know. You can be just I think it's at I a show. I'm still you. fairly new to this. Yeah. Um, the reason that I went towards that one was because... My coach is an all-natural athlete, and so have I been. I've never taken any steroids or anything like that. Right. I don't intend to. Um, and so I decided that's what I wanted to stick with because I don't, like, why take all these things when you can do it all on your own? Mm -hmm. It's a lot harder, but it's more rewarding, and you don't have to worry about all the after effects right. of steroids. True that. True. True that. How yeah. hard is it to, like, compete in that division and then see this NPC division? Because obviously attention it gives is night or day honestly i i have more respect for natty oh yeah for sure yeah i mean i don't really care much for an, i mean npc is still there's some people are still natural right. for npc yeah they just do it because of the basically the, the volume of people and the see okay this is just like begging so many questions <laughs> for me because like we're around that bullshit all the time right mm -hmm. like how many of my ex-girlfriends are you know like oh i'm a competitor or whatever okay your situation you compete all natty. You do physique. I you do figure. Or figure, women's, I always, whatever. Yeah. Figure. You uh, did straight, damn I it. Wanted to, uh, I wanted oh, to. Oh, um, okay, okay. Miss, whatever. All right, Chad. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, Brad. And like you see, all, you see all these girls online, right, that are just like throwing like the shit out there. And obviously they're running Clen, Winnie, Trend, all these things. And they're like promoters. How do you compete with that business? Like, how do you, how, how do you get the followers when you're natty? How do you, you know, sell a program online when you're natty? How do you not, you know, use that sort of aspect and like having your, your boobies out and stuff? So there's morals and values, oh, yeah. right? Let me talk to you a little bit about that. Oh, Ooh. So. cut the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Want to see a grown man cry? <laughs> it's about to go down. No, I mean, I guess to say it, cut it. I mean. I'm going to try and make it as short as possible, but I believe that that shit is going to get super old. It's already super old, I feel. I don't pay attention to it no more. Um, and in order for you, like, what I'm really trying to build is a culture, right? A family. Right. Um, something I, bigger I than... I thought you were going to say cult. No. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you want to join? Um, and so for me, I don't really focus on trying to get the followers or the likes or any of that because... I was focusing on that at one point right. and it was driving me completely insane and it's just not healthy and it's not right. Like you're not really gaining anything real out of that. Yeah. It's all 
bullshit. So don't chase that shit. But um, I guess for me, even though it's, I know it's going to take me a lot longer, I'm sticking to what I do because my message isn't about, hey, work out so that you can look amazing or whatever. To me, it's more about mindset change. So fitness is my easiest way to show others that mindset is everything. Boom. And so that's why I kind of got into that. However, when I... There's times where, like, I want to post provocative photos, too. Don't get me wrong, you know? Like, there is a time where I'm in a bikini or whatever. And sometimes I feel uncomfortable even posting myself in a bikini at the beach because I don't want to send the wrong image. However, I've been very good about not displaying myself in that way. But all my followers have been very respectful. Thank you very much for that. And I haven't received anything that's um, inappropriate. And because they've been following me since the very beginning of my transformation. So they know what I'm all about. Back in the day, like 2013 when I first got an Instagram, yeah. right? Like the, the first shits I posted was like, you know, some shirtless pics or whatever. And yo, I got wrecked one day by some of my friends that like schooled me on it's douchey to do that, but like it's cool to have the same effect of like being shirtless, but you gotta be doing something that like requires you to be shirtless, like being at the beach or like playing right. volleyball. Like, so that, I mean, maybe I posted some here and there, but that shit never left me because it's so true. Like, if, if I was just going to take a shirtless selfie and, like, post it up, like, that's kind of douchey. And I feel like for women, that's the same shit. Like, you know, if you're going to be in a thong and, like, pull it up halfway and, like, whatever, like, nips are rock hard, like, okay, that that's cool, but you can also be going to the beach, enjoying something that, with your but, friend, like, you, you can know? display that differently. Like, okay, let's say, for example, like, for me, I post a lot of transformation photos and a lot of progress right. photos, and it's okay if you're doing it for progress or whatever, um, however, I'm not saying that I never posted anything that was probably something that I probably shouldn't have posted. Um, I looked at my, my, my page sometimes and I'm like, well, it doesn't look inappropriate. I don't feel like right. I'm showing too much or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing that I do look through because I don't want to, like I said, send the wrong message. I'm married and I'm happily married. Mm-hmm. And that's Boom. why I still throw <laughs> my husband in there, even though he doesn't like social media or care about social media. He's very important in my life. Yeah, you got to like sprinkle him. You, yeah. you got to sprinkle him on there. Like, yeah. I don't do that because yeah, transformation training, like, transformation training, and then husband. Exactly. And then like, <laughs> don't get it twisted. He's my forever, okay? But I mean, either way, like, I feel like I don't even have to do that, but I do that because I want people to know it's not just me, me, me. You're like, showing the there's a big, everything about you. Yeah, there's like, there's a big, he's a big part of my life, like, right. huge. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much that. Um, but like I was saying, there's other ways to display that and I feel like for me I've it took me a while to kind of come from the mentality of like okay I can post this and people are going to think this and this about me right or I can post this because I feel 100% happy in this photo I don't feel like it's inappropriate or I'm just trying to act or grab attention in any Mm, way or form or if you're sending a message with it like a real message Sometimes I get pissed off when people do that because they'll be like ass picture and then be like, oh, live your life to the fullest or yeah. something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Something that completely is not even related. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, but if you're going to leave a message where it's like, hey, look at my ass here. I had no ass. And then look at my ass here. I worked ass. for this shit. Exactly. Like, and this is how I did it. Right. And this was important to me because it's so and so and so. 
I'm not going to judge you for that because <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, you, <laughs> you can't have like baby girl spread eagle being like, be a kind person, you know, <laughs> like, that shit doesn't. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm saying. Oh, I mean, and like no hate if, if you got the banging bod with like whatever. Yeah, like, no hate. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I like those pictures all the time. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, post it up, but like don't, don't expect me to take you seriously. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that shit's yeah. going to get old to the point where like, are you trying, like if you're not trying to connect with people, fine, do it. Right. Like whatever. Um, show your ass and we'll like it. But if you are trying to truly connect with people and touch them in a way where they can resonate with you and your message and who you are about, then don't do that. Create because, a culture. Yeah. Create a culture. Do what's, Just do what's right and right. save that shit for your man because that's the only way or Word. Only where it should be going. You know what I mean? Word. That's it. Or your girl. I mean, I don't. Boom. Man or girl. <laughs> whatever you got whatever your significant other is. whatever you got yes want to go she, ahead and plug away she. tell them yeah. where they can find you what's next for you god damn it we're not even done okay yeah we are out of time we're gonna have um, it for part two We've would you this is, i would but I, I would only feel comfortable after a certain something yeah that's but what yeah. i'm saying after that okay. certain something this happens, is so nice having a or on. when that certain something's gonna happen because it's obviously a week behind like we're doing this and yeah, we yeah. it on Monday. So if but, you want to time it to that point. But like, it's, it's so nice to have like a, a, a woman on. Like it's There's so been nice. wanting to have a woman for like four yes. weeks. Yes. Oh. All we talked to were dudes and like all dudes talk about is sports and like, you know, it's not a sports podcast. <laughs> yeah, right? Chad. Why do you want to talk about sports? I don't want to. I just said I don't want to talk about. You see what I'm dealing yeah, with? Yeah, I see what yeah. you're saying. What Part you're saying. two. I mean, Plug away. Instagram. Facebook. LinkedIn. What have you got? <laughs> wow. MySpace. Okay. If you still have it. I didn't want to be discovered quite yet. I was trying to stay on the low. <laughs> but if you're trying to follow my, I guess, my growing season, because this is completely my growing season right now, you can follow me at Yasmin Nuno. That's it on Instagram. Y-A-Z-M-E-N-N-U-N-O. And that's about it. I don't share my Facebook because that's family. <laughs> That's family. I mean, you can follow me on my Facebook. That's fine. <laughs> I don't really like, but it's Girl, mainly you, for family. Crazy. Like, I don't really use it. You wilding right point. now. You it's, not, it's not your marketing tool. It's more like just staying connected or seeing what the family's up to. Yeah, you Definitely. know, but I mean, I. <laughs> we are going to plug your Instagram on the post. There you go. On the story. We're, we're going to do it big. Um, we would love to have you on again. Absolutely. I'd, I'd love to be I think on that again. we're like halfway through your story. Yes. So. Somewhere. Yeah, there's a lot more, and we're probably going to go backwards again, so which is cool. Yeah, I yeah. really hope that this podcast isn't like all over the place to the point where people are like, what the fuck? No, <laughs> no, 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 we thought it was like that too. Like when we first started, we're like, fuck, that didn't make no sense. But we thought it was good to us. Like we were like, but then you listen to it. You're like, it has to have, it can't, it flows, but it's okay to go back. But I feel like I we didn't we go didn't back a lot. No, 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 this, no. Is, this is great. This was a great <laughs> volley. This okay, was, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I mean. It was great for she me. I, I conversation it. and just like we just got to know you. So did everybody else. I, I was super tuned. nervous at first. Yep. yep. Yeah. You should have heard her before the mics came on. She was just like talking like she was on a podcast, but there were no mics on. We didn't even talk just, about what you told me to say. No. All right. Part All two. Right. Part two coming live. Stay woke. Peace. Peace. Peace out. <laughs>